We're back. We're back. Game on. Okay. Turn that shit off. We're we're back. <laughs> oh, we're back. <laughs> we're back. <laughs> we're back. <Okay>. Hello. <laughs> okay. So, thank you, thank you, Steph Fizzle. Uh, we're gonna have to stick with sharing screens. Sorry, fellas. I know it always creates a weird view on y'all's end. Um, I actually like it. Do you? Okay. We can keep doing it. Um, it helps. It three, helps if we show four, anything. But yeah. So now it works. Four, four of everyone. Oh, I guess I guess what I could do is I could move that and now you get one less of one less of people. <laughs> uh, all right. So thank you, Steph Fizzle. You're you're amazing. You're amazing. We'll give you a production credit on this non existent. If I had a bit to give you, Steph Fizzle, production. I would give you a bit. I'll give her a bit. Not one bit. No. Okay. So we're talking Spider Man, so Let's rewind. <laughs> Welcome to Rage, you nerds. <laughs> now that you guys can hear us. That's true. Yes. We're talking Spooderman. So um, Wilson had asked before we found out that no one could hear Wilson asking us. It was a really good question. Uh, tonight we're going to be talking about our, our picks for how we would rank our live action depictions of Spider-Man. And then... Thank you. I don't know what that is. You're, you, don't, you don't need to know. So ranking our live action depictions of Spider-Man and then ranking the Spider-Man movies. And then Wilson had asked, did our rankings differ? Because you would think that it, our depiction of Spider-Man would correlate to the movies that we like. And me and Reno said, not necessarily. Um, so I think, I think we're going to have an interesting conversation here. I'm excited for it. I like finding out what's in y'all's little noggins. I feel like my opinion will differ from y'all's, for sure. Uh, I would hope so. <laughs> well, God, now I need Reno to go okay. first. Now I need Reno to go first so I can change my opinion. <laughs> yeah, we need to start going over a list beforehand so I can make sure mine doesn't match Reno's. Just out of principle. That's the fun of it. Because then it's like, oh, you do think like me. Uh, <laughs> no! I think I think movie time might be interesting for you boys. So, <laughs> I put on our title uh, "Storming Area 51." So I'm curious to see if anyone <laughs> wants to. Come. Are y'all talking college football tonight? Did I miss it yet, dude? What do you want us to talk about, Brett? Everyone's in spring, like everyone's doing summer practice. What what is there to talk about with college football? How about that uh, Robbie Gold? Uh, extension. Oh, the 49ers. Hey. Yeah, some breaking news there. Hey. Made some rumbles. How about how about uh Barry Odom for Missouri being asked about Fayetteville players and not seemingly knowing who those people are on his team? <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah we're doing. They're, they're, he like basically just gave their stat sheet information. Uh, they're weighing, you know, in at 193 pounds. But yeah, yeah. I guess that's a big deal for Arkansas radio is that we've had people come leave Arkansas or leave the state. Oh, to they're, just, they're trying to spin that to make that Missouri rivalry there, and it's not. Arkansas QB controversy. So right quick, between the three of us, do you think there's a, like, there's a QB con- controversy because they're not going to establish a QB seemingly for a while? 
So Hicks or Starkle? Who's your picks? Hicks. Hicks. It'll, it'll it'll start out with Hicks. Starkle may progressively take over, but Hicks will start it out. I think I think I agree with Reno. I think it's going to be Hicks starting, and then eventually Starkle will probably take over. It seems like he's got more of the natural talent. I think neither one are is our is our like for sure answer. So I think we're still a year or two removed from being where we want to be with quarterback. If his son doesn't pan out, boy, is that going to be a shitstorm. <laughs> you don't you don't go after the number one prospect in the state to go after your to sign your son. Yeah. I mean, I get it. Yeah. Texas QB, it's a system that works. I yeah, I mean, right, Red, it's a weird it's a weird spot to be in. See, I'm not completely off the charts. I'm I'm on the charts somewhat. This is the second time you've agreed with me in like a month. All right, well since Reno's so freaking agreeable, Reno, give us your live-action ranking for Spider-Men. So you've only got three of them. How would you rank them? We're just, are we just talking about... I agree, Brett. Like... You have movies, three of them. just talking about in general? Just, you have just, Tobey Maguire. I know. You have I, Andrew Garfield. Specifically. You're, I'm just talking about the depiction of Spider-Man. Tom Holland, numero uno. Tom Holland, number one. Tobey, number two. Tom Holland! And uh, that other guy, number three. Andrew Garfield, number three. So Reno, yeah. Reno's live-action Spider-Man, Tom Holland, Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield. Why, Reno? So I, so I put, I put, I put Garfield at three because I didn't hate it. Like I, I by no by no means hated his role, but it's just not, not my favorite of the three. I mean, out of the three, he just. Meh. Um, the reason I put uh, Holland in front of Toby is his personality in in Tom Holland's per- personality seems to me fit Spider Man a little better than Toby's did because and it, may, and it may be just because like years have passed and I look at it differently than I did then. But like now looking back at those Spider-Mans, like I actually watched Spider-Man one the other day on TV, but it, it just kind of seemed like he was a little whiny, you know, like I, I I just, and Wilson, I knew he was going to get offended by what I had to say. And that's all right because it, it, it's just my opinion. So I thought it was, was he did a great job and it was like one of my favorite movies at the time because that's all we had. We didn't have Iron Man and Thor and all these other great superheroes. We had Spider-Man, and that was it. But, I mean, now when you have some of these, you know, more badass superheroes and stuff out there, you look back at Tobey Maguire, and he's, like, crying and being a little crybaby about stuff. Like, it's just... So that that's why that's why I, I put Holland in front of that. Um, now, I'm not to say that... that Long term, that Holland may not disappoint me because that's, I mean, if they don't make a million dollars or a billion dollars or whatever with this film, then we don't get much more of him. So, which, uh, as of Sunday, they were over 800 billion, they were almost to 900 billion. I mean, million, 900 million. So, I think 
They're close. I think it's safe to say they're probably going to crack that billion. And if they don't, they'll do a re-release and there'll be something they didn't. <laughs> Look, if you want another Spider-Man, you need to go see this movie. <laughs> I was So I was apparently wrong, or I guess I just missed the information on the re-release of Endgame. There actually is a scene added into the movie. And people hate it. <laughs> yeah, apparently it's like small potatoes and it's awful. And apparently it was unfinished yeah. or something. Oh. So what? what is it now? It's an unfinished Professor Hulk scene. So you actually see Hulk oh, do something on, heroic. On, in, on the in Avengers Endgame. Yeah. Okay. So Professor yeah. Hulk actually I've, does I've something Hulk-like. Yeah. But like the CGI, the, everyone has compared it to worse than Shrek. <laughs> yeah, because it wasn't finished. It was very apparent it wasn't finished. Which they said they that, that not yeah. openly in the commercials touting that people should come watch the re-release, but they said it in press releases. And, yeah. you know, people read. <laughs> That's the thing. That happened. It was a really, they did a really cool tribute to Stan Lee on that, though. I, I really like that. Good. For real. I see you, Wilson. <laughs> so I think Wilson, your your list differs. Or your three rankings probably differ than Reno's. So I'm not going to let yeah. you go next. I'm going to go next because ah! my list is the same as Reno's. So I go Tom Holland. I go Tobey Maguire. I go Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield's really easy to explain. Andrew Garfield never felt like Spider Man. He was emo angsty, and I get what he was trying to go for as, I guess, a modern-day high school student. That's not what I want from Peter Parker in a high school setting. I want a guy that's had a lot of bad stuff, but still is keeping upbeat about it, because that's where the Spider-Man story always kind of goes. You know, even Tobey Maguire, in his most emotional states throughout the course of those three movies, still was rather... I mean, especially in that first movie, he kept... He kept the personality that felt right to me for Spider-Man. I took points off Tobey Maguire because if I'm comparing high school Peter Parker or high school Spider-Man, I think the first movie always felt a little off in terms of being portrayed as a high school student. Tobey Maguire never, I mean, he's, he's, yeah, he looked young, but it never felt, it always felt like 30-somethings that were thrown into a high school. And that always kind of is, in the part, sometimes it just didn't feel like it worked. And I think Spider-Man 3, his his change in personality, and I get that it was part of the story, it was the symbiote suit, I get that, it just was a really off-putting moment, and I had to I had to grind through Tobey Maguire in Spider-Man 3 to only then get to Topher Grace, which was just a shitty washdown. Tom Holland, I think he's really good at capturing the Peter Parker, a young Peter Parker. Now, if they ever do... What is seemingly an adult one, which they won't. They're going to end Tom Holland's experience with him graduating high school and we'll never probably see him depict an actual adult Spider-Man. Um, then I think it would probably potentially change my opinion because then I'm stacking up an adult Spider-Man where I I felt like Tobey Maguire in the second movie was amazing and then throughout the, the latter half and, you know... No fun. Yeah, <laughs> I you know was good also in the first one, and the third one had its moments. But yeah, Andrew Garfield for me just down the list because it never felt like Spider Man. 
unless he was in the suit and not talking. And then I was fine with it. I liked his suit, kind of. <laughs> All right, Wilson, you disagree with us. I want to I wanna hear it. Let us have it. I feel like he's building up rage right now <laughs> after listening to what we just said. Should I put the rage off emblem up? Should I put the verses? <laughs> Number one <laughs> is Toby McGuire. Like, I don't, even, I, I don't even know how it's arguable that he's not. Number one is Tobey Maguire. That's fair. I get Spider-Man 3 was shitty. Yeah. Like, it was bad. But you can't hold that against him. I mean, he was just... That wasn't his fault. It, You know, it was the direction of the movie. That's fair. You know, he didn't like the Venom character as it was, Sam Raimi. He didn't want to use him. He did it as little as he could. It... I didn't like Thomas Hayden Church in there. You oh, know, it yeah. was just... Wasn't that Spider-Man 3? Yeah. Yeah, he was Sandman. Yeah. yeah. Just, uh... But that wasn't Tobey Maguire's fault. True. Uh, I thought that the first and second Spider-Man movies he did were good enough to stand on their own without, you know, independently of Spider-Man 3. Uh, and I actually ranked the movies... Uh, and they they do directly coincide with my pick for Spider-Man. So I'll, I'll do my movies. Uh, my number one is the very first Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire. Uh, you know, we hadn't had a... <laughs> the thought of a live-action Green Goblin was such a far-fetched thought to me at one point. And they did, I thought they did pretty good with it. I mean, uh, Willem Dafoe was a pretty formidable villain. Uh you know, he's real menacing, and he's got that, he had that second split personality thing down to a T. Uh, Spider-Man 2, Doc Ock, which is like one of his most famous villains. Um, you know, Alfred Molina nailed that role. I thought that was a pretty good one. Uh, and then I go, from there, I go to Tom Holland, who is actually my, my number two. Uh, Far From Home, Homecoming, followed by the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movies, and then at the very bottom of the list of any depiction of Spider-Man, I'm, I'm including Spider-Babe, at the very bottom of that <laughs> list is Spider-Man 3. Uh, that movie is atrocious. It just, I wanted to vomit. Uh, and it did, it did put a sour taste in my mouth for Tobey Maguire, but that wasn't his fault. Yeah, the dancing, the dancing jackass scene. Oh God, I'll never, I'll never forget that. Can't bleed, bleed that one out of my mind, man. Yeah, that's uh, that sticks out like a sore spot. Yeah. So I go Toby, Tom Holland, Andrew Garfield in that order. And uh, Andrew Garfield, I, I just don't like a hipster being my Spider-Man. Sorry. Uh, I don't know. And he's real emotional mm-hmm. Toby McGuire was too but I don't know it seemed, just, it se- he seemed like he balanced his better yeah agreed yeah uh, and, and one of my favorite things about that about that Toby McGuire Spider-Man movie the very first one is when he goes from being like a scrawny nerd to a beefed up guy overnight but due to the spider bite, like I loved how how they did that whole transition, and it just I don't know. It's like holy crap, the spider bite made it. You know, yeah. One of those deals. Yeah, sitting in front of the bedroom mirror, looking at himself. 
Yep. Big change. Okay. All right. So we got Wilson's list. We got Wilson's list. and run back down it again. We got Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man Far From Home, Spider-Man Homecoming, The Amazing Spider-Mans, because he didn't really care enough to differentiate them, and Spider-Man 3. Spider-Man 3. I will say... I, I, I wasn't a fan of the villains in the Amazing Spider-Man movies. That's fair. That's fair. I didn't like how their... Yeah. I didn't like how their... Uh, Green Goblin ended up looking... Like an actual goblin. Yeah, like I didn't. <laughs> just I wasn't a fan of. It's that. like they took a, a character off Lord of the Rings. It's like, all right, you're gonna play a bad guy. Clip that laugh that Reno just did. Clip it. <laughs> all right, where are we at? We're at thirty-seven. Okay. Thirty-seven, thirty-eight. But yeah, so I think I think we're gonna I think we're gonna crap on the. Andrew Garfield ones a lot. I just feel like that's just where we're going and we're going to not like Spider-Man 3. I don't have a lot of defense for Spider-Man 3. I will say that I've read some articles saying that the Sandman in Spider-Man 3 was horrifically underused. I don't know if I agree with that. I just think that they try to throw too much in it. And being forced to shoehorn in Venom does not help. Because you, do yeah. you don't do any service to any of it. They would have been better just leaving Venom out altogether in that movie. It would have been a better movie. And the it felt like there was build-up to Venom because there was such a delay, and then it was just such a letdown. Yeah. I, I feel like, and I felt this way when they said that they were putting Venom in Spider-Man 3. I guess my hope for when Spider-Man 3 was coming out and I saw the black spider suit was that we would get just symbiote Spider-Man and then at the end of that, the symbiote would be removed from him and get locked up, which is the big tease for the next one being the Venom movie. And then as soon as the, I was told that, you know, Topher Grace was cast, like, oh, okay, well, maybe they're just still building on to it. And then when I saw that he was actually in the movie, I was like, well, fuck. <laughs> like, this isn't, this isn't good. This isn't good. But I think, I think if you're going to do Venom, you have to do a Venom versus Spider-Man Solo. Yeah, you could have another he's a, little. He's a big. He's a big enough ven, ven, villain that he deserves his own movie. Yeah, like you could have a small, oh, yeah. minor villain, like villain that sets the pace in the beginning half, and then eventually gets like destroyed by Venom by the midway point is kind of the the rise and climax. But you don't need to try to cram all of them in there. Yeah, like yeah, they could. I mean, they could have left his... out. On on Spider Man three, they could have left out Sandman, and it had been perfectly fine if they, you know, did more build up to where Venom was going to be the final battle at the end, and not even include them at all. And Wilson, you had a thought. Yeah, I mean, uh, Venom's like Spider Man's Joker. You can't. He can't share a movie with somebody. I mean, it's just, it's not fair to the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they need their own swan song, you know, three hours long, beginning to end, you know, backstory resolution. Or multiple movies, but they need, you know, no screen sharing with those two. Did, did you guys like, because Spider Man, the Sam Raimi trilogy, and then the Amazing Spider-Man kind of also started doing it where 
the green goblin was this common thread enemy that just kept appearing, or at least the the threat of him was. Did you like that? I like the green I goblin did. as a villain. Like um, I, I did too. He was he was uh, my favorite when I was a kid and I used to watch Spider Man the cartoon, like Green Goblin was by far my favorite villain. Really? When I was a kid, yeah. I don't know that I had a favorite when I was a kid. I did like Venom a lot, but he was kind of scary. That's kind of uh, why I didn't like Venom because he was scary. <laughs> I liked I liked Craven the Hunter. Uh, I thought he was kind of like a Burt Reynolds kind of guy looking dude. <laughs> Uh, let's see what other villains. I didn't under a lot of times. I didn't understand the difference between Green Goblin and Hobgoblin. Yeah, that's fair. Other than color scheme, uh, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you. Oh, well, that was orange. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. essentially, Hobgoblin was someone that had taken Green Goblin tech, made it their own. So I mean, it was kind of. What video games do, where they're like, "All right, in this move, like in this video game, we have the Green Goblin, and here's Orange Goblin, <laughs> and to get to the main boss, you have to fight Purple Goblin." I do remember the. Uh, I do remember seeing Mesmero. Wasn't there? Um, wasn't there a, a vampire kind of guy in in the Spider Universe? Oh, yeah, Morbius. Mor- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think they might be done filming that, actually. Oh, yeah, I forgot they were doing their own little movie with that. Um, yeah, you know, who the, you know who the lead is, don't you? No. Jared Leto. Oh. <laughs> I mean, he gets another shot. I think he'll do better at that than he did Joker. Oh, yeah. Right. God, he can't do any worse, right? Yeah. I think he'd be a better vampire. It's true. I think he'd be a better person on drugs. Because I've seen him play that type of character twice, and he tends to do well with it. Or cross country. Or, uh, stick, you know, stick with what you're good at. Stay in your lane. Prefontaine. Yep. <laughs> uh, but the reason I asked about the Green Goblin thing is it seems like the movies, and maybe it is, like the Green Goblin is is the is the primary villain of the Spider-Man universe, like how we think of Joker. But that that wasn't my perception when I was growing up. Like, I didn't consider Green Goblin to be his foremost enemy. I mean, he was up there, but it wasn't to that level. Yeah. It... Yeah, I so, so what I think is, I wouldn't disagree if people said Green Goblin is, like, more of the Joker to Spider-Man... But I will say that unlike the actual Joker, he's not the most influential villain character. That would be Venom. I think what confuses Uh. the Venom character at times is he was so popular that he became an anti-hero. And that kind of alters perceptions. Not in the same degree as Catwoman, but kind of similar how you you can consider her a villain. But you can also kind of consider her, at least if nothing, an anti-hero. Because you got one Venom that's yeah. eating people or threatening to eat people, <laughs> and then you have another one that's just a badass soldier that's <laughs> just that's just fighting other. Uh, I do think the popularity of those two characters steered them to be more of an anti-hero at times because they were so popular. I mean, people rooted for them to a degree, yeah. even as villains. 
And, you know, that just opened up the door to more story arcs where they were anti-heroes. I mean, it, you know, it was that's one just, of those good and bad, bad kind of deals. just the cynical nature of the the grouping of people we've become. Because I feel like, <laughs> like what, 1950s? I think people would be just outright offended if you said, I'm going to support the villain. I'm going to support the villain in this one. Like, what? Which... You know, to be fair, the villain in most 1950s, 1940s comics were the Nazis. So yeah. <laughs> it's hard 100%. to root, hard to root for that. But yeah, you're rooting for the Nazis. Yeah, so I feel like it's a weird, a weird place now where like 80s, 90s, it became more popular to sometimes not necessarily side with the villain, but be more enthralled with the villain. And Venom seems like just a 90s creation on crack. Yeah, he's definitely a, a 90s product, you can tell. So, Reno, would you like to give your movie list? Sure. All right, this is going to be kind of so, funny to me. <laughs> why is it going to be funny to you? Because the list looks familiar <laughs> to a certain degree. Yeah. So... My list did not correlate with my favorite Spider-Man, um, simply because uh, I mean the 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 groundbreaking level of how good Spider-Man one and two were is is why they're number one. Like those were movies ahead of their time. Uh, Agree. I I, I I I loved every bit about about the movie. It's both movies themselves. Uh, you know. The William Defoe's Green Goblin was like he had that creepy, cynical, bad guy voice that you want in the, the Green Goblin. You know, like that. It was perfect. Like I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't change the movie at all. I wouldn't change the movie at all because it's great. Um, Spider Man Two is my number two. Um, I love Doc Ock in that movie. Uh, he is. It, it it was it, it made it portrayed it just right to where he like felt like he was doing something right or doing the world good, and then you know like he he ends up turning on him and and you know that that, that I love that whole movie's great love it. Um, I put Homecoming and Far From Home next. Um, you could flip flop those either way because I like them both um, um, probably fairly equally. Um, I did I will say that uh, Far From Home had a much a uh, bigger ending, I would say, and I mean like the after credits, than um, uh, Homecoming did. But uh, after that, Amazing Spider-Man's both of those, and then of course, um, if I could leave it off the list, I would leave Spider-Man three off the list. But it is the la dead last as the worst. Um, pretty self-explanatory there. I will say that. I really liked, uh, and I can't. His name escapes me. The guy who's, who played uh, the Green Goblin's son, James Franco. He's in, yes, James Franco. I did like the direction they were going with his character, and like, like how they, how they made him in that movie. I really liked that. I, I enjoyed his character in that movie. But that was about all I enjoyed in that movie. Um, and I, I Andrew Garfield and his Spider Man's. Like I said, I didn't hate them. I enjoyed watching them because it's a Spider-Man movie, but I did not like uh, Jamie Foxx as a villain. 
Um, I did not like. Uh, I like. I liked the human version of their of the villain in the first one, but I don't like how they. I don't know. He he looked weird. Mm-hmm. I don't like how they made him look. But yeah, yeah. I I feel like my big thing about the Andrew Garfield movies because it seems like for the most part we rank our bottom three all pretty much the same with you guys and me too having not like a real care about how you place the Andrew Garfields we just know that they're kind of better than the Spider-Man 3 and even that's probably not saying a whole lot about where we feel about those three movies um yeah but for me I always liked Gwen Stacy in the Amazing Spider-Man I did like her yeah I'll agree with you there she was really good in the movie I wish she wasn't part of that movie she was part of a different movie here, here's here's another thing we can uh, go with. Who's the best uh, Mary Jane? It'd have to be love. Well, it'd have to be love interest because well, love interest. Because what was yeah, there a be- Mary Jane in the Amazing Spider-Man? If it was, it was one of those things where we just saw a red-haired girl off in the corner, but she was never a prominent role. Maybe I'm not. Remember. I'm not going to rewatch those movies to find out. <laughs> I'm <not either. laughs> no, I'm not either. I'd give it a Google, maybe, but that'd be about it. I'd give it a Google. Probably first the Google. <laughs> I give it a Google. All right, so my list, my list is these. Bye, Reno. Hi, Keck. So I, oh. I broke from tradition. I went Spider-Man Bold Two. State. My number one is Spider-Man Two. My number two is Spider-Man Far From Home. My number three is Spider-Man, the original. My number four. If we counted into the Spider-Verse, would be into the Spider-Verse. My true number four, since we didn't count it because my co-host did not make it through the movie, uh, is Spider-Man Homecoming. And then the other three round out however they want. I basically rank the Amazing Spider-Mans based on which movie I liked Gwen Stacy in the the most. And even though they got rid of her in Spider-Man 2, I still liked her character a whole lot up until that point. And then Spider-Man 3 is a turd. It's a big old, big old turd. Yep. But. Yeah, it is. So for me, Spider-Man 2, I love the story. They figured something out about Spider-Man after the first one, which is not to say anything about the first Spider-Man. That movie was good, great, defined a genre, gave a whole new set of legs to comic book movies. Hey, what up, Chad? Oh, snap. Thank you for them biddies. Thank you for them bitties, girl. What up? Little, bits, little bits, little bits. But yeah, so so Spider-Man, the original, set the new definition for what summer blockbusters look like. You can't take anything away from that. It is a legacy-building movie. I just happen to like Spider-Man 2 a lot more. I felt the story was great, so I, f- I forget um, if it was Reno or Wilson that were talking about it. I feel like Wilson, because Wilson makes good points. Uh, talking about the character of Doc Thanks. Ock, like the character of Doc Ock and how he was portrayed in that movie was just really good in terms of you felt sympathy for him and then till a point when he crossed a line that just there was no going back on and then you still kind of felt for him but you knew that he was evil and it's beautiful in the sense that that's the that's the whole point of what Peter Parker's experiencing so it it was a movie designed to calculate it was calculated to drag you through the same emotions that Peter Parker was going through and I feel like a lot of movies don't necessarily hit that mark. So I I really like that. Oh well, hi Chad. Yeah. Uh Spider-Man Far From Home I thought was way better than Homecoming. Way better than Homecoming. 
but maybe that's Agreed. just me. Maybe that's just me. I feel uh, like, I, I, thought, I loved it. You know, I the Mesmero was pretty uh, pretty good. The uh, you want to know why I put Homecoming in front of that is because I'm upset with how they handled Mysterio. I like Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh yeah. I, I so, so don't get me wrong. Jake Gyllenhaal killed it. Loved how he performed it. Dude, he he went ham on a I role I was afraid like, he wasn't going to go ham on. I don't they like that. They did kind of go Mandarin movie. with it. Yeah. yeah. They, they Mandarin it. But I don't like he's it. a character unlike the Mandarin who is more what the Mandarin was in the Iron Man 3 movie. Yeah. Like, he's a character that's a con artist, essentially. Yeah. Like, none of his yeah. stuff is real. That, that's I mean, that's you know, what I didn't like. I did not like that. But that's what that's the only reason why I put it below that. But it it was still good. But that's what the character is. Mean, but that's, that's who Mysterio is. Yes. Like, I even explained to Tessa uh, right before the movie started. I said, so, or right when he showed up, I said, I so Mysterio, she wasn't familiar. And I said, Mysterio is famous for, uh, you know, for lying and being a con, art- con artist, that kind of thing. Yeah. So, uh it did kind of fall into the fall in line with his personality, but yeah, I, I agree with you there, Reno. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, Jake Gyllenhaal did an awesome job of portraying him, and he he did exactly what Mysterio I thought he would do. He was going to try to do something and trick Spider Man. You like you knew it was going to happen. It was just a matter of time. And then when it finally happened, it's like aha, there it is. But then it's like oh wait, so it's not real. He's not doesn't have superpowers. He's just a guy. The, the real Mysterio doesn't back. have superpowers. A lot of superheroes have superpowers. The little, little bald guy that was uh, his assistant, professor guy or whatever. Uh-huh. I know that by uh, Obadiah Stane and Iron Man. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, too. that too, he was doing the Christmas story guy. Hey, Ralphie. Yeah. I just, I his kept, I, yes, away, I kept looking at his yeah, eyes thinking, like, that's him. What That's is him. his like? What is what is there about him that like? What am I thinking of? What am I thinking of? Well, Tessa noticed it before I did, and I'm like, oh wait, yeah, because uh, I saw him as an adult in Four Christmases, which was, also had John Favreau in it, and I'm like, yep, that's that's him. It's gotta be. Yeah, I, I didn't immediately pick up on it. It wasn't until after the fact when I just kept sitting there thinking, you know, his face looks really familiar, and then. Seeing the flashback with Obadiah saying, I'm like, okay, so maybe it was just that's where I'm pulling him from is that I remember him actually being in the movie because that flashback was actual true instead of Hall's flashback with Barf where he was, you know, <laughs> retconned in. Um, but I was, I was glad they brought back Barf because I always thought, like, why did they introduce this concept where Tony Stark yeah, had you knew this? they had to use it at some point. Yeah. They had to bring it. I thought it was going to be to recreate an AI Tony Stark and have him help Spider-Man, but whatever, Edith will do. Edith will do. I love. <laughs> I'm not gonna talk about it because we haven't prefaced spoilers yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, 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 was, I was, I'm gonna kind of not be super descriptive with it. So what I will say is far from, uh, yeah, far from home. The reason it's my number two, I like the portrayal of Spider-Man. I mean, the story is pretty good too. A lot of the things that I like about. <laughs> Far From Home are things that I liked about Spider-Man 2 with Tobey Maguire, um, especially where you have a very similar path that Spider-Man was taking, where one, you have Spider-Man 2 with Tobey Maguire, he's losing his spider powers, or at least he feels like he's losing his spider powers and it being a mental thing and all that stuff, but it's a, it's a, a him being torn between 
do I remain Spider-Man and alienate Peter Parker's life? Or do I do I become Peter Parker again and get rid of Spider-Man? And that's exactly what uh, Tom Holland's Spider-Man is going through to an to an extent, um, more so not wanting to be the big the big Avenger, the the new the new Tony Stark, but stay his ground, which was a complete flip of where he was from Homecoming. <clears throat> and then Spider-Man's great, and then the rest of them, and then the rest of them. But yeah, I I think yeah. for me the top three. However you want to arrange them, Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man, um, and then Far From Home, I think those are solid three picks. Like I, I, I wouldn't be too upset being told you have to rearrange that. I would feel good pretty much dishing those three out however needed to. It's just right now in this moment on a knee-jerk reaction, I was like, Spider-Man 2, the second Spider-Man of Tom Holland, and then the original, and I feel pretty good with that top three. I think that top three is a solid... Three, I really like the fact that the two good Spider-Man series, the second film, happens to be, in my opinion, better than the original movies, which isn't to take anything away from either one of them. And I feel like that's always been like a something that Hollywood stinks at is creating a sequel to an original. Yeah, you have a lot of crappy sequels out there. You have a lot of sequels that really dig in the dirt or like go off the wall. Um, Key and Peele did a skit, like a skit on how like in the eighties Hollywood just completely screwed up every sequel because they brought in a sequel doctor that just threw out batshit ideas. And their example was gremlins Two, which I agree <laughs> is just a wild out there version of the first one. But Spider-Man two for me. And then Spider-Man far from home, those sequels really killed it. And really set themselves apart. Like they're really good stories. Even if I like, even if there wasn't a movie before them, I think those are really good stories to just kind of to watch unfold. So I think I think next Monday we're gonna do like we did with Joker, and we're gonna go all Venom. Um, and since we don't have as much material in terms of seeing some of the portrayals of Jokers on on film that we have, and Spider-Man animated films, because Marvel doesn't do as well with their animated films in comparison to to DC. You know, we we might be a little bit strapped for some of it, but I think we can I think we can make a lot of discussion out of Venom. If we feel like we're we can running, probably out. just do all the Spider-Man villains. Do all the Spider-Man? We could do that. Honestly, we could do all the villains. We could make villain, yeah. villain next Monday. Because I mean, Venom's going to take up the lion's share of that for me. But that's true. That's true. I don't think I could. I think. I think now that I think about it, trying to drag out the villains by themselves, not counting Venom, I I will stall pretty quick. I feel like. Yeah. Or I'll hit a point where I'm like, eh, I don't fucking, I don't know, whatever. Again, I think Batman just has some of the best collection of villains. Oh, he does. That's that's my. I thought we thing were talking about, about him in this stream. I think the Man Bat is a great villain. <laughs> but yeah, Spooder Man, watch out! Here comes the Spooder Man. Anything else, Spider Man? You guys want to talk about? I know it was an hour, so, but you know sometimes sometimes we get a tired. I Monday. do I do have a thought yes. that I want to share. Go for it. So after spoiler alert, after watching Far From Home, and after seeing um, the other two 
Spider-Man live depictions we've seen. Um, we've had, uh, you know, the Green Goblin in those other two. So we have not seen that yet in the, in, in the current MCU. So I'm curious if the next Spider-Man movie we get wouldn't have him in it. Um, they, cause I, I, I don't think you have like, um, either, either him or doc Ock. I would, I would be curious to which one they would want to put in there, but I feel like you, you're not as, as, uh, prone to like villain burnout. Like you would be if you were to put, um, you know, like we were talking about with the Joker in another movie, if this Joker doesn't do well, you know, I'm super scared about this Joker. Oh, I have been from the start. Well, I say that. I was excited after I saw the very first teaser trailer, but uh, the more I started hearing about it, I started getting nervous. I I think it's going to be an art piece. I was super optimistic for the longest time, and then that last article that I shared with you guys is kind of where I started to go, nope. This this may not be what I want. I may be one of those people saying I'm going to be angry, so... You don't want a director telling you that a large portion of what should be your audience is going to be upset. <laughs> like that's, yeah. that's not yeah. a good sign. Things not to do right here. It's almost like they, they've, uno. <laughs> they've butchered the direction of this up so much. Like they wanted Joaquin Phoenix in that role so bad that they made it weird and totally distanced themselves from the source material. You think Joaquin Phoenix had anything to do with that? I wouldn't be surprised because <laughs> he's a weird one too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you start thinking about what does Todd Phillips' credits actually look like, and like, is this him just trying to make a name for himself now? Because outside of The Hangover, I guess I really can't think of anything else that has really put him on the map. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. He's no John Favreau. He's definitely no Sam Raimi. Spider-Man video games definitely worth playing if anybody out there uh, hasn't tried it yet. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's going to be good bet. I don't know, Chad. Uh, they've said that like they're using literally no source material of the Joker. That this is just a guy that eventually might be called the Joker. I really think the only premise they're going with is someone gets pushed to a point of being crazy and wearing clown paint. He might be. <laughs> Secret genius. <laughs> he might be. He might be. But I don't know. The more I read about it, the more I get not super stoked about it. I'm. Uh, so, about villains. So, Reno, I had read that they want to bring in Wilson. You'll probably like this. I've heard a lot of rumors that Craven will be the Spider-Man, Tom Holland third films villain. I've heard that as well. Which with where that yet, but that's awesome. Which with where the mid-credit scene puts us, it makes sense. It makes sense that you would want to have a hunter as your as your big villain. I mean, like that's. I feel like that might be a theme. Kind of the ties in with with how that ending credits ends up. You know, like oh well, he did do this, so I'm gonna go kill him. Did you know, I read this today, I guess I never saw this beforehand, or it's probably good I didn't see it beforehand, but that that mid credit scene was, that, that moment, what not necessarily how it happened, 
but what was the big point of that happening was always supposed to happen in this film. They thought about doing it differently and having it done earlier in the film. Um, and then they decided, nah, that doesn't work, but we're still going to work it in. I thought that was they interesting. They did it right. I thought I that think was they interesting. Did it right. I, I do prefer reading, reading the two other ways they were going to do it. I thought that was the best one. So like the, the original way they were thinking was during the fight scene. Um, the big climactic fight scene between him and Mysterio at the end is using that to do a live broadcast type thing. So I don't, I don't think I would have liked that. I think it confuses things and I feel like it, it puts a loss in what was Peter's victory. I don't know. But I, I don't know. I like it now. I feel like it's an interesting take. It's something we haven't seen before. It makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense if they want to make him the next Iron Man. Because, I mean... I have to know who he is. It's Tony Stark all over it. Yeah. I just don't know what the longevity of this character is. Like, where where do they go with him? He only is contracted for one more film. And when are we getting the Scorpion? When are we getting Scorpion? He was teased in the first one. Does Vulture come back? Do we get Michael Keaton again? I don't know. Deep down, I feel like I want a Sinister Six. Movie. I bet you. I bet you don't get Scorpion again unless they do a Sinister Six movie because the, he was such a like a light tease right at the end that I don't know. I just don't see him coming back. I don't know. I've, I've read a lot of rumors about Sinister Six movies being in development, so really? that's that's probably going to be a thing eventually. Which. Sony wanted to do that back when they were developing the Amazing Spider-Man. That's why the Amazing Spider-Man 2 end credits are all graphics of the Sinister Six, which was just kind of a weird addition to the film that didn't feature really any of the Sinister Six outside of Rhino. Which I did not like their Rhino. <laughs> I did not no, like God, their Rhino. No. What's that actor's name? Oh, I like Wilson would know this. Oh, he's a big time actor. <laughs> yeah, he's been in a lot of stuff. I can't. I. I it'll make me sad when I once we figure out his name because I feel yeah. like I should have known it. But Wilson's giving it a goog. I can tell. Give it a goog. Yeah. I mean, the technology there. I don't much about that movie. I I forgot up until just like five seconds ago that Rhino was in the movie, but as yeah. soon as I remembered it, I was like, I don't like that he was in that. <laughs> I did <laughs> not like. I did not like it. It's just his suit. I didn't like the yeah. suit. I get it. Like, it doesn't make sense. Oh, to... Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti. Yeah, that's it. That's like, it, it doesn't make sense, really, unless you have, like, a professional wrestler wearing the suit. Like, Kevin Nash, back in the 90s, you know, you just a big, muscly dude in a rhino suit. Yeah, okay, that's that's believable. Especially if you take him from his depiction, not as the Super Shredder from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, but as the Russian guy from the Punisher film. The one that uh, oh, was yeah. a Fikes Freight Castle inside of his yeah. uh, hotel or apartment, or whatever. Gets his face burned with a yeah. pot of water. <laughs> he just looks like a mountain of a freaking man, dude. I did like at first. I didn't even realize that was Kevin Nash. He looked so yeah. He like shaved and he looked different. He had like the the short Dolph Lundgren bleach blonde spiked up hair. Did he look like? In the first John Wick, when he was that uh, that um, bouncer, did he not look like he weighed like four hundred pounds in that 
Like it may have been the suit I, he was wearing. I don't know, but he looked humongous in that. Mm, I don't know. I mean, he looked in shape for Magic Mike. <laughs> I, I, I can't. I can't uh, offer my opinion on that one because I've already who did Kevin Nash. He was in Magic Mike. Yeah, he was. Dude has no knees. Like that's why he doesn't wrestle. Like he doesn't have knees. I don't know how he was dancing. It, and to be fair, his scenes it wasn't much of a dance. It wasn't much of a dance. It's kind of. Bet you boys didn't think I'd bring Magic Mike into our podcast. But here we are. Here we are. That one goes out to all the ladies. Or guys, I don't care. Whatever. Whatever makes you happy. Or float your boat. Yeah. Love is love. Whatever. Dirty dirty dancing, dirty dance. <clears throat> Fuck here. Forget about it. So, Spider-Man. I would be excited to see Craven. I think that would be an interesting ad just because it's a character we haven't seen. Um, it would be nice if maybe we got... Not even Green Goblin. I want Norman Osborn. Yeah. He needs to be introduced. I want Oscorp. I, I I read rumors before I saw Far From Home where, like, you know, maybe a mid credit scene or an end credit scene, they'll have, like, Oscorp taking over uh, Stark Tower as, as, like, you know, they bought out Tar- uh, Stark Tower after his death or whatever. And I'm like, that'd been pretty cool. It'd been even cooler if he was, like, the one secretly that was bankrolling the Mysterio team, I think that would have been a really cool thing, but I guess I get why you don't do it. Whatever. I've heard a lot of rumors that the... I don't know even know if you guys noticed this. When they were swinging around and they stop at a certain point, you see a, like a, a construction type thing across the wall that said like one, two, three, um, see what we have coming next or something like that. And everyone's like, that's reference to Fantastic Four. That's reference to Fantastic Four. Oh, yeah, I saw that too. I saw it and it kind of stood out to my mind, but I was like, I don't know what it's, like, I don't know what it stands for. But apparently a lot of people think that that's uh, potentially um, the Fantastic Four and that's, like, whatever they're, whatever they're, because they were in the Baxter building, but I think people are thinking that the Baxter building would take over, would become what, where tar, uh, Stark Tower was. I don't know. I want to see. I want to see Fox additions added into the MCU sooner rather than later. And I don't think we're going to get them. I think. I think it's going to be <laughs> twenty twenty one before we see any movement on that. <coughs> so this is a little off topic, but. Uh, you guys know what this weekend is. Your anniversary? Quit fucking Besides bragging. that. No, is, I wouldn't reference this in, in cast if it was my anniversary. Uh, no, it's... Uh, actually, maybe, I don't know. Um, San Diego Comic-Cons this weekend. Oh, yeah, we've been going to go to that for like three years now, Reno. Yeah, I know. And I, here we are. I think it'd be cool if like... As a group, we went to one of these Comic Con things. I know we started talking about it last hey, Friday. I'm all for making a trek to the mecca of San Diego Comic Con. I mean, it's almost like 
being nerds, we have to cross that off the list just as a rite of passage. And yeah, I know yeah. it's going to be the most people-y thing we've ever done. And still, <laughs> Either that or like, like an E3 or something. we got to do something. we got to go some kind big of Big guy crowd. I would like to do Comic-Con. E3 would be cool, too. Uh, Star Wars but yeah, I'd like if, I, if we do one, I'd like to do one of the big ones. Yeah. Agreed. But yeah. I saw something today where Jason Momoa is going to be in Tulsa for Wizard World Comic-Con or something. Did you see the picture of him that people were like saying was fat? Yeah. If Jason Momoa is uh, fat in that picture, <laughs> I am an obese sack of shit. Like, that's... Yeah, like straight up. <laughs> like I was looking at him like, you can still see clearly defined pecs. Like sure, his abs have kind of washed out, but like the dude isn't in bad shape. Now I feel like a horrible person. Like, <laughs> God, if that's fat, I look down as my gut protrudes over. I'm yeah, like, okay. Like the only like the immediate thought I had after seeing that picture was if that is fat, and if that is not what people want, then I am so glad I've already married and done with searching because I am going to look like a fat troll person for everyone else if that's your if that's your limit of fat right there because Jason Moa. Just looks like he doesn't look like relatable Thor. Relatable Thor was fat, <laughs> but no. people be crazy. People be crazy. I love relatable Thor. I, I want. I want. I know they call him like what, bro Thor. I don't like that. I like relatable Thor. Every man Thor. Like that's that's blue collar Thor. <laughs> Bad bot Thor. <laughs> That is that is the body that my dad built over a temple of beers. Like that is <laughs> the 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 god from on high sent from sent from the rocky top. <laughs> so, uh just to follow up on our previous stream, that was not my father that asked uh Miss Smith that. It was another guy and he told me his name but I can't I can't remember. But that was that was with him when he did it, but he wasn't the one who asked him. Man, on our get to uh, know you stream, Reno's a freaking liar. Well, don't ask him. I, I, that, that's, that that's what he told me. That's what he told me. I guess I never got to know Reno. Is what I'm finding out right now. There you go. I'm getting to know him now, and I don't like it. <laughs> don't like it one bit. Da 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 da. da. Show. <laughs> ah. So. <laughs> You boys feeling good about it right now? Oh, yeah. You guys are. I, I measure where we're at stream-wise and how much more time we have left based on the um, descent of Wilson. And the more reclined he is, the more I feel like we need to pump the brakes and go ahead and call time. <laughs> so the measurement of Wilson right now is telling me it's 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 getting really close. It's getting really close to end of stream. It's getting to, awful low. It's... <laughs> It's about time to hit the old dusty trail, which is fine because we, we are done with our topic points for this and Mondays. We're trying to keep more focused on the, the topic at hand. So next Monday, we'll be doing Spider-Man villains, and we will I will once again change up the background. <laughs> and then uh, this Friday, I haven't really thought about what we're going to do. <laughs> So be on the lookout for text messages and ideas that you boys have. Rage off. You want to do a rage off? What do we want to rage off about? I don't know, but there needs to be a rage off Friday. So so the one that won the fan vote 
I believe was Marvel versus DC. You boys feeling good I'm about him? You boys feeling good? Would it be Wilson versus Reno again? I don't care. Who are you, who are you going with, Wilson? What are you? Which is your choice? <laughs> He's clearly going DC. Yeah. <laughs> His love for Batman is is clearly going DC. Yeah. Reno, you feel confident about Marvel? I can. That Whatever, man. That's not a good answer. Yes. Okay. All right, we'll do a Rage Off Friday. Rage Off Friday. I love those shows because I don't have to do a lot of prep work. <laughs> oh. I will return to my moderation duties, and I'll try to do better. So I'll try to give us a little bit more structure. That was one of our feedbacks that we got last Rage Off, which the triple Rage Off is a is a work in progress. Making it work where all three of us are talking definitely is a work in progress uh but i think for just two of us i think we could have a little bit of more structure in there that'll help you guys um have your have your rage unleashed um i will say my my highlight and it made it into our intro video was wilson jumping the gun on his rage early with the immediate <laughs> <Screw> you, <Rito>. <laughs> the immediate Fuck you, Rio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was kind of a edge of a cliff kind of thing, and I just kind of fell off. And it was it was sitting he's, he's in like his the guy back the pocket. Rings, that the old man sitting there holding the bow is like, hold, don't fire, and he just like, oh, I let it go early. Just... He he had it in his back yeah, pocket. And he was ready. That's a good analogy, Rio. What it was Wilson? Wilson had one. I was in like, oh man, I kind of felt mean. Ah, feel mean. It's all right. Feel attacked. It's all right. Feel attacked. We want a little rage. Oh! Thank you. Thank you for the subscription there. A Twitch Prime, no less. Did you know that it's Prime Days right now? Up until tomorrow, you can get great Prime deals. So Twitch, don't mute our audio because I'm pimping you out right now and not getting anything in return other than amazing huh. deals on prime products <laughs> deals 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 <laughs> deals deals day and night take your time to we'll clean really your care no to clean your clothes just right day but for real thank We're you chad far off the path <laughs> thank you chad for the support we appreciate it brother and Damn, brah. and if anyone else stumbles into this and you have a twitch prime that you're not using guess what we're storming area 51 asterisk mark no we're storming it support us twitch prime us and we'll take down or we'll take back the aliens. We will be the Kyles and the Karens of the future. I love I love that the male equivalent of calling like you know how Karen is just like that random name that you throw out when I you're need up. to talk to the manager. Yeah. That Kyle is the male equivalent of that. <laughs> <laughs> so every time I read Area fifty one stuff, it's like a wave of Kyles will be rushing. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see what B put on on Facebook earlier? No. Well, speaking of that, is it's of uh, an R. Kelly deal that says <laughs> we should all rush into R. Kelly's house and pee on him. He can't stop all of us at once. 
What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He's hilarious. <laughs> that B guy, he's a little out there. He's a little out there. I know. I know. Um, but yeah, Area 51. You guys going to rush it? Do you guys think nerds are actually going to go rush Area 51? No, I don't think they are. If they do, they'll, sh- they'll get shot. Yeah, dude. I would not tempt... Like they have warning signs all over the place saying, if you trespass, you will be shot. I would not tempt our military. If I lived closer, I'd, I'd be all in on that. I would not tempt our military. I would not. I like the ones that... <laughs> it's like the reaction video, and it's this guy, he's like pressed up against the wall, he's going like this, and it's like realizing that once we release the aliens, they contacted Thanos. <laughs> 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 Jesus, does no one watch Independence Day? You know how the aliens are going to act. They've got they've got data from the next generation as the scientists well, really in the in like eight years. <laughs> he's getting a tentacle wrapped around his neck and he's being Release talked through them. Me. Release peace. No peace. Yeah, that's right. Oh my gosh! I need to figure. I need to remind myself what date that event is being set for, and if that's a streaming day, we're gonna make it all Independence Day alien stuff. <laughs> live coverage. <laughs> Here we are doing live coverage Area Fifty One invasion. <laughs> I just I, seeing some of the stupid like battle plans. Like none of it's real. Like but the battle plans being drawn out. Where like where the where the wave of Kyle's will be going, and then where the <laughs> the wave of people sneaking around the back and, like, where the Karens will be positioned is a true treat. Like, this has been a gift that just keeps giving. I'm I'm excited to see some more of the memes that come out of this. And then God help us all when people try to rush that pace. <laughs> you uh, know there'll be some idiots that try it. Oh, man. See a real-life Randy Quaid run out of the crowd with a bomb strapped to his chest, screaming... What what does he say when he's flying into the ship at the end? Hell, boys, I'm, I'm back. back. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, he is he literally plays an insane character in everything he's in. I great. I believe he is an insane person. <laughs> well, Clark, oh, <laughs> bingo. Uh, uh. What's the case, sir? Dude, him and uh, after Nam, I got into crop testing and uh, been doing it ever since. I loved Christmas vacation. Clip it, clip it. God, where are we at? One twenty-three. <laughs> Keep clipping me, Wilson. I'm, 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 I can't get an opportunity to get something for you to get clipped here. Wilson's very much a professional. I, you know, I gave you gold about a minute ago. Yeah, you did. I I don't remember what was happening in uh, the conversation we were having about uh, Game of Thrones at the time, but Wilson's talking about one guy, and then the next person like, is one of my favorite. Like I remember, I remember putting that in the YouTube video. I remember sharing it with you guys. I remember talking about it like, hey, go check this out. I really like this one. And I had to go and find it again because it's just one of the few moments where Wilson cuts loose and acts like an absurd (laughs) person. (laughs) He keeps himself pretty composed throughout the most of this. 
Reno's usually most of the time, unless I'm like got my bow drawn back, ready for the rage off, and <laughs> oh, oh god. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I need to add the clip of you pulling out your your sword. There's a there's a comment you make in there about <laughs> when I'm at home touching it. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I'm gonna clip that. That's gonna be a thing. Just wait, just you wait. But yeah, our last Batman discussion, you were pretty. You had some pretty gold moments there at the end, where I think your uh, your tiredness like set in, and you were talking about your shorts and testicles, and I was like, all right. This is the Wilson I paid for. Absolutely zero cents. Yeah, I never can tell once I get tired. Yeah, I think I think I understand that. Um All right. Well, we will we will prepare our rage off come this Friday where we will have Marvel vs. DC. We'll make sure to hype that up. Um, because I know a lot of people that at least voted for this were interested in seeing that pairing. Um, and I think it'll be a good return back to the old rage off. Uh, we we took a nice little break. You know we don't want to we don't want to overdo it, but it is time to return. I agree. So we'll do do rage off Friday. I appreciate everyone that came out to listen to us talk about Spider Man and or storming Area Fifty One. Thank you to my lovely co-host Wilson and Reno. I hope everyone has a wonderful night and a wonderful week. And for those of you that can make it back on Friday, we will see you on Friday. Friday. Bye. Bye bye. Ending screen. This is what a screen of ending looks like. Yay! Ugh. <sighs> uh.